just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Today on the ZabeCast, if you ever wanted Happy Gilmore to come to the PGA Tour, well, congrats, it's basically here. Listener feedback today from high def, nerdery to the enduring wonder of Go Along Andy. Joe Biden's got a real touch with the common man. I'll give you my three reasons to do anything in life. And the Orioles asked their mom and dad, can we get a dog, please? Your glorious solo ride of bonus me is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go.
Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. Thank you for downloading. Just you and me today, so let's get to it. Email, always available at zabe at yahoo.com. They all come to me. I read them myself. I don't have an assistant. I don't respond to everyone. I'm trying to become more efficient in life. Ruthlessly efficient. So please do not think, hey man, I took time to send him an email. He didn't even respond back. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Depends on the day. This one from Cody Brush. He says, Zabe, no guillotine league for fans this year? Hashtag sad face. Great question, Cody. Number of people, some of whom were in the Whiskey League last year as listeners roped in. Others who had been part of a guillotine league, I think the year before that. Wonderful listeners, good people, are asking me, what about this year? And I'll tell you, I've decided not to do it. Why would you do that? It was so much fun. I loved it so much. Come on, man. What are you doing? It just kind of sit in it. I've come to the conclusion, and this is my new philosophy in life going forward, as much as I can apply it. It will not be perfect, but I'll I'll try to apply it. There's only three reasons to do anything in life. And that's true of any, just three three reasons to do anything in life, in my opinion. Reason number one, do something for money. Now you might say, well, that's crass. Well, it's not crass because unless you're already a multi-multi-millionaire who doesn't have to work for the rest of your life, and as your affairs set up for your extended family and your kids and your kids' kids and you feel content about that, can withstand sickness, downturns in the market, health care issues and whatever, then you don't need money, then I guess money is not the greatest of reasons. But for the rest of us, which is like 99.9% of us, money is very important because money is freedom tickets, freedom from worry, freedom from having to work. It's a very important thing. So if you're not going to get money for doing something, that should be your first test. Now, there are times in which you don't do things for money. That would include the second big reason to do anything, which is it's a passion of yours or a hobby of yours or something that brings you great joy to do it. You know it's not making you any money but you love to do it. It's like me making silly golf videos with my little video editors and the phones and the doodads and the dongles and the stuff. I just love that stuff. It's my hobby. That's a reason to do something. The third reason, and this is it, the only other reason to do anything in life is because you have to. You are obligated to by a court of law or perhaps you are sick and you must go see a doctor or get a surgery. Otherwise, you're going to die That's a great reason to do something. You have to. You have no choice. You must do this. So, unfortunately, running a guillotine league that involves listeners and fans, while I love you, all of you, doesn't do any of the three. Because the people that were in the leagues last year, I don't think I've talked or emailed or it's not like we've said, oh, when I'm in your town, man, let's go out and drink. None of us have any room for any more real friends in our lives. It's hard. Our circles get smaller as we go along in life. So I I thought about setting it up like, all right, what if I got a 100-person mega pool, 100-person survivor pool? I'd set it up online, listeners. Uh, You'd pony up 100 bucks a person, let's say. 100 times 100 is what? 
quick, don't botch this, 10 grand. And then I would skim 4% as my administrative fee. Now I get $400 for running this league. Uh, Okay, but then people go, oh, 4%, huh? And I have to deal with that bullshit. And it's just, it's it's a lot of work. It's several hours of work. You've got to sort through and get people in and keep track of people, make sure they've paid, check their names with everything else. Not worth the 400 bucks. So no, I'm not doing any listener leagues, I guess is my answer. And if you're unhappy about this, if you think my reasons are bullshit, that's fine. Those are my reasons. New philosophy, who dis? Only three reasons to do anything in life. One, for money. Two, it brings you joy. Or three, you have to. This email from one Chris Gerard in Cincinnati. He says, Dear Zabe, you mentioned to Andy Poland the other day that CBS would run their last season broadcasting the glorious Southeastern Conference in 1080p, so-called full HD. The, 1080, the P stands for progressive which is a cleaner version of 1080 high def. 1080i is interlaced, which is not quite as gorgeous. Chris Gerard, fellow video nerd, says, Not true. There's no national TV networks broadcasting in 1080p. It's either 720p or 1080i. CBS and NBC broadcast in 1080i, while ABC and Fox use 720p. Maybe you meant to say 1080i. No, I fucked up. I thought they were in full 1080p. 1080i sucks relative to 1080p, but at least it's better than 720, which I can't believe they still count as full high definition. Bullshit. And Fox and ABC, you guys are cheapos for not going to 1080. Speaking of that, where's my 4K? Anyone seen it? My 4K, I know there's a couple channels that get delivered, but live sports, by and large, are not being shot in nor delivered in 4K. And I feel like the moment, if ever there was a moment for it to become a thing, has passed. And don't even get me started about H, or no, not HD TV, but 3D TV. This email from Loyal 1%er Gary. I know the phrase, Zabe, more Solly, it's a hashtag, but is it possible too much Solly? <sighs> been debating this, uh, been debating sending you this for a couple of months, but Friday's episode sent me over the edge. I used to love Solly back in his producer role, where he would only intermittently chime in with the occasional zinger or over-the-top elbow to the head to somebody or something, which was great usually mocking you or Scott. Now that he is seemingly a full-time equal partner in the podcast, he seems to talk more than you and Scott to the point where you can't even cut him off if he's talking so much. And he is, and his biting, cynical views have morphed into boring discussions. Maybe some tactful pointers from you might help him going forward. I don't know if Sally would take coaching from me. Again, I hate to send this, and maybe I'm in the minority, but... He would not stop talking on Friday. Loyal 1%er Gary. You're right. I tried to interject because I like like to have a conversation when I'm doing anything broadcast-wise, radio shows or podcasts. I'm a conversational-style guy. But I'm keenly aware of the fact that I, as a broadcast professional, can get on a run, can get on a riff. But I always have in the back of my head 
either a 40-second play clock or a 24-second shot clock. And I think every broadcaster, every radio host, unless you're on an extended set piece, rant, soliloquy, monologue, keep your points to 24 seconds or less. If you can make a point in eight seconds, that's better than 16, which is better than 30. Efficiency, my friend. And Solly gets on these little runs, these little riffs. He's spreading his legs. You know, he feels like he's got a lot to say. So I don't blame him for that. But I was trying to interject last Friday, like, ooh, you just said something. I want to tease that out. A lot of email from people about Andy and his booster shots and the fact he still got COVID. I'll give you one from a doctor whose name I have redacted. Not because he requested it, but because I always take a very cautious approach to this. You never know how things are going to boomerang back to somebody, and I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Doctor, A doctor emailed me the following. It's funny, Zabe, that Andy, to me, seems to be a generally intelligent, thoughtful guy with measured analysis when it comes to sports. But when it comes to COVID and vaccines... He'll just take whatever the government and the media tells him to take without question or consideration. Now, if I can interject here, he'll say, but my doctor is telling me to take this, and he's not a politician nor the media. Very few doctors out there not recommending the vaccine, in part because there's a compensation component to it. But secondly, they have been threatened with losing their license if they say, yeah, you know what, I wouldn't recommend it. He goes on to say, does this doctor. It's a perfect illustration of how the country is so divided along ideological lines, even down to a vaccine that has been shown conclusively at this point to not only be not effective at reducing infections nor transmission, but may also increase the risk of contracting COVID. Yes, I tried to tell Andy that. Read up on that. They're getting data that says, yeah, we're seeing a correlation between Mo boosters, mo likely to get COVID at this late stage. Not only that, Zay, but the adverse events you're sure I'm sure you're well aware of. I wonder if Andy would have second thoughts about this and his continued vaccination if Trump was still president and if Trump was the one who was urging people to keep getting boosted. Anyway, thanks for pointing out his craziness, even if he refuses to see it. Keep up the good work. Sincerely name redacted by me, not by his request. Listen, when I called Andy Poland, go along, get along, Andy, I meant it. And I didn't mean it in a bad pejorative way, per se. But the first part of go along, get along, Andy is go along. He's a go along guy. Now, Andy Poland is extremely healthy for a 65-year-old man. And I admire him for this because he lives a very simple life. Simple, low-stress, regimented life. He goes to bed early at a certain time every night. He wakes up early. He exercises every single day. Even if it's not, you know, some killer exercise that's going to leave him exhausted, he is moving. He is sweating every single day for the most part. Rides his bicycle. He does not smoke, does not drink. He eats healthy, he has a few indulgences, a little bit of vanilla ice cream, and he never misses a day of work, bragged about how few days of work he has missed in all the years of doing radio. I would say even at the peak 
of vaccine madness. Andy Poland was not a good candidate. Not obese, none of the other risk factors, even though he's a bit up there in age, I wouldn't have done it. I would have said, I don't think this is for you, man. I think you could sit this one out. But certainly now, after all of this, no, stop getting these things. You don't need them and they don't work. But Andy believes what he believes. He thinks the way he thinks. What are you going to do? This is who he is. This is who a lot of people are. They will do what their doctor tells them to do, ignoring the very real conflicts of interest that many doctors actually have and not really wanting to dig in on, okay, is this a complete scam? Is this bullshit here? I think Andy, like any good citizen, you know, to have a good working society, you need A, citizens who are willing to obey the law and go along with, here's how we're going to have a civil, nice society. Pay our taxes, stop at red lights, uh, follow the law. But the other half of having a good civil society is government that is not corrupt to the core. Government that does not lie as a reflex, as a first line of defense, as a first instinct. It requires a government that is responsive to and the servant of the people. And we, we don't have that now. We don't have anything close to that. So it's very much out of balance. But God bless Andy. I hope that, uh, well, I just hope that there's no ill ill ill, Ill adverse effects down the road. He's very healthy. Healthiest guy I know, Andy Poland. Speaking of COVID, here come the mask mandates back again. Alex Jones, remember him? Now rattling around on some video platform, I think Rumble, because he's been kicked off YouTube. He's been hit with huge, massive judgments for money in the wake of the Sandy Hook thing that he'll never pay back. And is, of, of course, a guy who has said some crazy, wrong, insane shit over the years. Doesn't mean the guy's always wrong. He claims a whistleblower at the TSA leaked to him that full-on travel mandates for masking were coming back in October. And people were like, get the fuck out of here. No chance. Well, here we go. Lionsgate in Hollywood announced they're bringing back Mask mandates. They say employees must wear a medical grade face covering, surgical, K95 or N95 when indoors except when alone in an office with the door closed or while actively eating or actively drinking at their desk or workstation. Because remember all the dumb shit that didn't work the first time, the illogical stuff that said, well, the virus won't spread when you're eating. It'll stop for a second and then you can put your mask on. This is Hollywood for you, jumping in. Morris Brown College, I'm sure extremely liberal, has brought back face mask requirements. But don't worry, they say that the mandate for all students and employees was only a quote, and I quote here, precautionary move for the next 14 days. (laughs) Two weeks. Somebody tweeted as a response, you know, the the toughest part of two weeks to slow the spread is the four years that follows. Ain't that the fucking truth? I ain't ever putting one of those on again, which means 
if this is true when this comes to pass, I guess I'm at risk of getting tasered or arrested because there's no fucking way. And I hope everyone else is the same way. I hope Alex Jones is off his rocker again. But man, here we go. Once again, we're doing the same shit that didn't work the first time. Great. FanDuel has created Happy Gilmore on the PGA Tour. Max Homo is lining up a six-foot putt at the BMW, and some chucklehead decided one closer. his $3 bet. Pretty simple from just inside six feet. Hey. Ian, you got to give him a lot of credit. It has not been pretty, but he hasn't given up. He scratched and clawed for everything. It looks like someone was yelling something while he was putting mm. there, too. He yelled out, hey, dude, come on. Yeah, he's jawing somebody. Yeah. Makes that birdie even sweeter. There you go. Yeah. John Rahm this week at the Tour Championship said, this happens way more often than you guys may hear in the media. He says it's very, very present. In golf, spectators are very close, and even if they're not directly talking to you, they're close enough to where if you if they say to their buddy, I bet you 10 bucks he's going to miss it, you hear it. Tour President Tyler Dennis confirmed Tuesday the fan was ejected from that third round of the BMW. He allegedly yelled, pull it, while Homa was attempting that short putt on 17. Homa said afterwards, I love that people can gamble on golf, but that is one thing I'm worried about. It just always is something that's on your mind. There was an incident a couple weeks prior. It was actually at the Century World, the celebrity event in Tahoe. Forget who it was, got yelled in the back, right in the middle of his backswing, hit one into the woods because some guy was betting on Steph Curry. So it's just like Happy Gilmore with a big stalker. Jackass! Jackass! <laughs> Miss it! Jackass! Is this what we want on the PGA Tour? I sure as hell don't. Speaking of gambling, Billy Walters has spoken. His book is coming out shortly. He's doing a round of pre-release interviews. And I listened to his interview on the very good, excellent, the Golfer's Journal podcast with Tom Coyne out of Philadelphia. I've got a two-minute and change snippet for you to listen to about Walters and Mickelson and what happened in the insider trading case that sent Walters to prison, federal prison for 31 months, I believe it was. Mickelson skated. And I'll play it for you and then we'll talk about it. I would say overall the interview was a bit of a letdown. Walters is not particularly lucid or well-spoken at his age at this point. And he also was battling a bit of a cough, which made it a tough listen as I was mowing the lawn last week. But here was the key question about Sue, Sue, you and Phil, not really friends anymore, are you? In Alan Shibnook's book, uh, he describes Phil as presenting many different versions of himself to many different people. That Phil sort of has a chameleon kind of, um, that he's a lot of different folks. Who is Phil Mickelson to you? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I agree with uh, his analysis. I don't think anybody knows who Phil Mickelson is. Uh, but uh, what he was with me is uh, we were friends for eight years. Uh, we played uh, quite a bit of golf together. Uh, 
Uh, I thought we were friends. We had a betting partnership for five years. Uh, and uh, the uh, I'll be honest with you, you fool me, uh, because uh, uh, when I needed him to come forward and do nothing but just very simply tell the truth uh, about something uh, that happened in regards to uh, a legal case that I had in New York, uh, although he promised me he would do it, he didn't do it. And uh, I spent 31 months in prison. Uh, my daughter committed suicide. Uh, my son, who's extremely ill, I, I, uh, almost he almost passed away. And uh, that 31 months I spent in prison, uh, I believe uh, very strongly had Phil come forward and just done nothing but tell the truth. Uh, I don't think I would have ever gone to prison. Why do you think he didn't? Well, it's in the book why he didn't, and once you understand all the facts, I think it's pretty clear why he didn't. And uh, the uh, uh, Phil had a had an issue that had nothing whatsoever to do with me. Uh, mm-hmm. He was caught up into a money laundering investigation with two other people, and and the money laundering investigation had been going on for quite some time. Uh, prior to me, and the gentleman that uh, he was involved with in the money laundering investigation, uh, he'd been doing business with Guy off and on since 1995. And then what happened is uh, the uh, there was an opportunity for uh, him to, I believe, get out of that and uh, uh, and help the government uh, paint a picture of, of me of being guilty. Because what happened was, was Phil gave back almost a million dollars that he made in a stock trade. Uh, and then the authorities had a press conference. Uh, and anyone from the general public would look at that. Your first, your first uh, assumption is, well, why did he give a million dollars back? He, he, he only gave a million dollars back. Either he, he was guilty or he's an innocent victim in an insider trading case. But regardless, it made me look guilty. So there you go. That's a snippet of it. You can kind of hear it's a bit of a tough listen. It goes on for quite a lot longer. It's about an hour interview. Uh, Again, Tom Coyne, the Golfer's Journal, to listen to the whole thing. I was a little bit let down by it. He kept saying, it's in the book. It's in the book. He obviously wants to, needs to sell books, which is fine. I don't know if I'll read the book. I don't read a lot of books. I've been trying, but I don't. The thing is... Billy Walters should have known this. Billy Walters, of course, has lived an incredible life of boom and bust and gambling and losing it all and building a huge business, losing it all, building it back up again. Very shrewd gambler, knows how to get the best edge when it comes to sports betting, uh, deals in serious amounts of money. But he was smart enough. He had enough life sense, I believe, that as soon as this started to hit the fan as soon as the shit hit the fan he should have or his lawyer should have said look it's now a race to cut the best deal and to talk you know to sing on the other guy it's you and phil don't think phil's gonna do the right thing he ain't he ain't your friend he ain't gonna do the right thing and he did not get great advice he actually took it to trial and lost at trial when even he admitted he would have better been better off getting uh, just pleading it down to something about half of that long. 
Of course, he was at Club Fed. He wasn't at Rikers or anything like that. But, you know, it's still jail. You're, you're not free to do as what you want for 31 months. And I did not know about his daughter committing suicide while he was in prison. That is a tough one right there. Mickelson, though, degenerate, selfish, bag of shit. That's well established. There you go. Don't pretend he's anything other than that. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. 
Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. Major League Baseball, your face is your ticket. In theory, this sounds wonderful. The more you think about it, though, it's getting pretty scary. Dateline Philadelphia. Fans who attended Monday night's Phillies-Giants game at Citizens Bank Park were among the first to use MLB's news, MLB's new go-ahead entry, facial authentication technology. Fans chose to opt in to the first-of-its-kind service by registering on the MLB Ballpark app using a selfie. That selfie is then turned into a numerical code or token tied to the ticket holder's account. In a press release announcing the pilot program, MLB says selfies taken by fans are not stored and are deleted once fans' tokens are created. Oh, of course Don't worry, we got all the security in place. None of this will be misappropriated in any way, shape, or form. Facial recognition and high-speed 5G networks that blanket the earth will enslave us all. And we're marching straight into it because it's convenient. Because who wants to sit and wait in line? And it's a lot easier just to use my face to get in. Okay, you know me. Now it's bad enough that Major League, you know, ballparks and Uh, NFL stadiums are requiring you to have your tickets on a phone. They've gotten rid of paper tickets. We're being herded into this digital cattle uh, corral to be slaughtered someday. I mean, maybe not literally slaughtered, but the, 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 the digital cage is being built and we're being funneled into it out of convenience. Because what are you going to do? Not go to a ball game? I guess you could find somebody else who has the tickets that you want on their phone and just say, well, I'm not going to put them on my phone. I'm not going to get the app. But again, good luck with that if you like going to games at all or doing anything else in society at all. To which I have a question for those kids, for those parents that have school-age kids right now. I heard someone say on a podcast there was there was something ridiculous, like 13 apps, 13 different apps that they had to get as a parent for their child in school for this, that, the other, etc. I thought to myself, is anyone out there championing a new sort of digital bill of rights or an analog bill of rights? Essentially something that says you cannot make somebody have to get an app to get basic public services that you're allowed to opt out. If one day you and I wanted to throw our iPhones into the nearest body of water and say, screw all this digital stuff, it's now become a prison. Could we function in society? Is anyone out there saying, hey, whoa, 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 
There always has to be an opt-out to this. There always has to be an ability for somebody to go, I'm not getting any apps. I'm not creating any accounts. I'm not trying to remember 13 more fucking passwords. I don't care how easy it may be to tell you when Janie's field hockey practice has been rescheduled due to weather. I want to go old school. I've got the right to go old school. Or you might say, well, I can't afford a phone. Oh, come on. Phones are cheap. Everyone's got a phone. I don't. Well, you could certainly afford one. Uh, We could give you one. I don't want one. Is anyone out there championing that? I would imagine the answer is probably not. But I wish somebody would. Hey, Ma. Dad. Can we get a dog? This is a time-honored tradition when kids lobby their parents to get a dog. And it's a sweet thing. It can be annoying at times. Not all families, especially families that have never been in the dog business, might resist for a long time. But once you get them dogs, mm, boy, hard to imagine living without them. Now the Baltimore Orioles are asking their GM, can we get a dog? Can we get a dog for the clubhouse? On a recent trip to Oakland, they got to meet this dog, Reba, who is the Oakland A's head grounds dog. And yes, it's a dog that the groundskeeper keeps in and around the ballpark, in the dugouts, in the bullpens, on the field, well-trained, behaves, doesn't take dumps on home plate or any of the bases or the mound. And the players love it. Uh, According to this story, that as soon as Ryan O'Hearn walked into the visiting clubhouse at the Coliseum, he stopped in his tracks, his eyes went wide, and his mouth broke into a huge smile as he tilted his head to the side to go, who do we got here? (laughs) Because that's people's reaction when it comes to dogs. I must admit, one of my very proudest moments as a dog owner on vacation at Hilton Head was to see this reaction of a woman who saw our beautiful brown dog, Tucker, and broke out into the biggest smile and was keenly looking at him like, oh, look at him. It made you so proud as a dog owner to see somebody else unsolicited look at your dog like, isn't he the cutest thing ever? So far, Mike Elias GM of the Orioles has not shot it down. When it was brought up to him, he shrugged his shoulders at the idea. So maybe they could get a dog. Is there precedent for this? Are there MLB restrictions? I believe the Brewers once had a rally dog by the name of Hank that they adopted that had been hanging out either at the ballpark in Milwaukee or maybe in the they got Hank in Arizona. I forget the the background of the story, but he was the adopted dog to the point where they even made a bobblehead of the dog. I think it'd be fucking cool. I if it was up to me, every major league team would have a dog. And the the one stipulation is your dog has to be trained to go pick up the bat. I know the bat boys would be out of a job, but you tell me you wouldn't love it if every major league team had a dog, a bat dog, that would go out and get the bat and bring it back into the dugout. Hell yeah. Dayline Maui, an unspeakable tragedy is unfolding in slow motion. Nearly 800-plus people are still reported missing. Now coming up on, what, two weeks 
after wildfires wiped out Lahaina? Now, I don't know about you, but two weeks, those missing people are not going to turn up. They're dead. And a lot of people and a lot of the missing are children, which makes it even more stomach-churning to think about. President Biden finally got there 13 days later. I'm generally not a fan of bashing presidents for inappropriate responses to natural disasters or things like this. You know, when Bush flew over, flooded New Orleans on a coast-to-coast flight on Air Force One, and I believe the press pool or his own office put out a photo of him looking down at the floods from the airplane. He was crushed for that. His uh, Secretary of the Interior, Ron Brown, I believe, I think Bush said, you're doing a heck of a job, Brownie, when New Orleans was a complete flooded disaster. That became a meme of sorts, doing a heck of a job, Brownie. And presidents should not get crushed for things that they generally have no control over. Biden has no control over, was not the cause of, and really not the solution to what has to happen in Maui. That said, Jesus, could you get just a little bit of basic decency or common sense or a human touch. Listen to Biden talking about, hey, you know, not to compare my struggles to what you guys went through where, heck, a thousand kids may have been burned to death. But, you know, my house almost burned down. I want to compare difficulties, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Years ago, now 15 years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press. It was a sunny Sunday. And lightning struck at home on a little lake that's outside of our home, not a lake, a big pond, and hit a wire and came up underneath our home into the heating ducts, the air conditioning duct. To make a long story short, I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, (laughs) And my cat. What's so funny about that? Imagine Trump saying that. Replace Biden with Trump and imagine the media uproar. Now, maybe there was some mainstream or typical network left-leaning newscasts that were like, Jesus, man. They're like, don't do that again. Not good. But I don't watch mainstream TV, so I don't know if he got properly dinged by whoever in the media for being completely tone deaf. Jesus. And if you want the perfect response to that, this guy just into his phone delivers the most upper deck shot on that idiotic little remark there from Biden you've ever heard. Buckle up for this one. Almost impossible to believe that this guy, that this old man, this Walmart greeter, one, why the fuck is his wife with him wherever he goes? We didn't hire this person. I didn't hire you, Joe. But hearing you talk about your house that, you know, had a little fire, you almost lost your cat in your Corvette. There are children that were incinerated to ash. You fucking old man. You vile human being. The only way you feel you're able to communicate and, and you have some kind of, you know, you're so out of touch with the common man, you don't even understand how to speak to them. 
The only way you think you can establish commonality with them is to lie. That the same thing happened to you, no matter what the tragedy is. Your son wasn't killed in action, by the way. Your house didn't burn down. Your children weren't burned to death. How dare you get up there and speak this way? Your job is to go there and assuage them in a way that you talk to them about their loss. That you can't imagine what it's like. That you can't imagine what it's like never to find the bodies of the poor children that were sent home from schools that died alone. Alone. In fear. Without their parents or a guardian. That the most abhorrent thing happened. You're a disgusting, despicable bastard. You're too old. You need to step down from office. Maybe the cackling hyena behind you. Maybe she'll rise to the occasion. She can't even form a coherent sentence. This is an outrage. An outrage. It should be, we should just rebuild the goddamn thing the way it was. When you hear the psychopath, the first thing out of the governor's mouth was, oh, we, we're going to reclaim the land for this or for that. Who the fuck are the people we hire in government? And if there's any truth to the matter that this idiot held back the water, he should be sent down to Guantanamo Bay. Never to be seen again. It's just, just outrageous how we behave in this country. There's no adults. An, an event, no matter how tragic, there should be men that are able to rise to the occasion. In five seconds, you should know what to do. You should understand the right thing. You almost lost your cat. Go fuck yourself. Wow. You cannot argue with any of that. And if you want to say, I don't like it when you do politics on the show, there's no politics in this. This is basic decency. This is simple balls and strikes. This is simple civics, not politics. Elected leaders. He's not wrong about any of that. And man, was that shot. I mean, that that's an upper deck blast right there. Cowell smashes one. We got to be able to do better, right? Please tell me. Tell me we got to do better. Oh, uh, Biden then fell asleep during a meeting with the survivors. He's old. He's senile. He's the president. He's running again. Yay. Cut eight. 3D printed toilet defies the smudge test. Really? Scientists have said they've created a toilet printed out of 3D material that is so resistant to any substance, it slides right off, that it will not require cleaning. That's right. Just a minimal amount of water to wash down your poopy or your pee-pee, and then you're good to go. I would, I would love to say, hold on a second. Let me get on that. Let me get in there. Let me see what I can do. I can smudge them up with the best of them. Come on. Let me see what you got here. A 3D printed toilet. Is it? Does it have AI technology in it as well? And aren't there still going to be germs and microbes that you're going to want to, I don't know, use a little bit of Tidy Bowl on? Oh, yeah. Don't even flush. It's my 3D printed toilet with AI. Totally slick. All the stuff goes right down on its own. Be fine. I'm skeptical. Will Shanny keep three quarterbacks for the Niners? Uh, he ought to. Yeah, yeah, you know, remember last year you sort of ran out of guys? <laughs> By the time you were right there on the edge of the doorstep of the Super Bowl, 
And Brock Purdy got his arm all jacked up and had to leave the game and came back in and couldn't barely throw the ball. Yeah, I'd keep three. You know, they're saying that Sam Darnold's looking good and that Trey Lance could be on the outside looking in. I think it's nuts. You're allowed to keep three. The trend is not to, though. Teams only carry two because the feeling is, well, if we're down to our third string guy, we're screwed and we don't practice screwed. I don't know about that in today's NFL. These coaches, too, they're like, oh, I need an extra lineman. I got to have an extra DB. I got to have this. Really? Over a third quarterback that's in your building, in your meetings all year long, working at least scout reps with the team. You don't think there's a value in that? If I was Shanahan and the Niners, fuck yeah, I'd keep all three of those guys. I wouldn't even blink, especially what happened last year. Wander Franco's been parked in limbo. Told you this would happen. This with the uh, administrative leave uh, act in baseball where they can do this. Still getting paid, but won't play, which you might say, well, what's the problem? Well, the problem is these are just allegations, unproven, but they're investigating in the Dominican. The Dominican authorities are investigating whether or not he had an inappropriate relationship with a 14-year-old, even though I read to you in a previous podcast just how absurdly low the age of consent is in many countries that you thought had their shit together, like Germany and France and Japan, 14, 14, 13 in Japan till they raised it to 16. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying this is bullshit. And I'm not a big Rays fan. I'm not a Wander Franco fan, but I'm a fan of, hey, innocent till proven guilty, and you can't just park guys and say don't play baseball while we investigate for who knows how long, two weeks, two months, you name it. You know, the Rays are in a pennant race right now. What happens if these allegations turn out to be nothing or unproven or a lie? Then where does Wander Franco go to get his reputation back? How do they make up for his absence? Ah, never mind. I'm, I'm, I'm barking up an empty tree. Apparently nobody cares. Apparently I'm one of the few people that cares about due process anymore. Will Levis, the rookie out of Kentucky who turned heads when he admitted that he puts mayonnaise in his coffee, has struck a lifetime deal with Hellman's, the number one name in mayonnaise. Well, good for you. I don't know how much they're paying you in cash. I hope there's some cash in the deal and not just trade of, don't worry, we'll send a bunch of boxes of mayonnaise to your house. Mayonnaise in coffee. Yeesh. And then we'll end on this. Winning is nice, as Mr. X often says, but getting paid is even nicer. I have no idea how this is going to happen, but a Texas revenge porn victim, revenge porn being... Uh, a term, a legal term for something where you can get prosecuted if you break up with somebody and like, all right, I'm mad, so I'm going to post naked pictures that I have of you because we were once boyfriend, girlfriend, and it can go both ways, by the way, from the man or the woman. Revenge porn is a crime in many states, and a case in Texas resulted in the revenge porn victim being awarded $1.2 billion dollars in the lawsuit against her ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, come on. How is a deadbeat shithead who's posting naked photos of his ex going to come up with that much money? I don't know. Maybe he can ask Alex Jones for some of that money. Oh, that's right. He too 
can't pay the insane amounts he's been ordered to pay somebody as restitution. All right, that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening and downloading. Sometimes I need these days. It's just me. I don't put anyone in this podcast that may not agree with or may be skitterish about me talking about sensitive subjects like the president or toilets that slide poop effortlessly down into the uh, into the tank and into the tubes of your tubes, into the pipes of your apartment. Some people, they don't want the smoke. They can't handle it. So good to do a solo show once a week, once every other week, just to let me get some thoughts out. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend if you like what you heard here. Keep going. Keep me going as an independent voice, at least on this platform, because it's getting to the point where you wonder, what will you be allowed to say in the not-too-distant future? Thanks for listening. Have a great Wednesday, and we will see you next time. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's my bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways, better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code Zabe, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand dollars. Now make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money, but if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.